four chairs. Tonight's topic, Back to the Future. The whole series. One, two, three. We're going to discuss a couple things that, A, actors, impact it had, remembrance of when we've seen it. It was 1986. Uh, just an overview, overview of the movie in general. And then probably a couple things that you might not know about. So, let's go around the chairs. <laughs> Boom! It appears. It's going 88 miles an hour, okay? It tears the front of your car off and keeps going. By God, every last one of you out there, I will be there if it happens. Like a giant imp just blast it and make something travel through time. And you know there was one guy, they, they had the whole Gregorian idea. It's like, no, dude, we can sit in the fridge and just put wheels on it or something, you know? <laughs> so, first things first. Back to the Future. I mean, honestly, I've watched them a lot of times. I just recently rewatched the movies completely. What do you guys remember? What really sticks with you? Besides the DeLorean. Everybody knows <laughs> the car was like the biggest part of the movie. But I mean, really, what stuck with you? Like, biggest characters or something. Well, of course, Marty, but, I mean, of course, he's the main character. But um, Doc Brown, craziest guy I've ever seen, really. I mean, who comes up with the type of shit that he does? He was supposed to be like an A-bomb scientist I know. or something like that that somehow got kicked off the project for being too outlandish. <laughs> it's, just it's pretty bad. It it's pretty bad when the United States military is like, all right, all right, whoa, whoa, dude, no. You're too out there. We're gonna have to let you go. It's like I'm creating a bomb to blow up every single last soul in about a 20 mile radius, and I'm outlandish. Okay, no problem. All right, see you guys. I'm gonna go invent a time okay, machine. Wait, to be fair, to be fair here, I guess on the government's part, if we're gonna get into that, the man created a machine to read thoughts that didn't read thoughts. <laughs> His only friend is a dog. Hey, that dog is smart. I want to know... And, what a, and a random high school kid. What, what, the hell, what experiment was he doing when he got on top of his toilet and hung a clock and somehow slipped and fell and hit his head? He was probably trying to develop the time-traveling toilet. That way he can literally he take his shit. Travel. He said he didn't even think about time travel until the day he fell. Hmm. So, I was actually going to say, maybe he's wanting to, you know, have like a portal to go back in time, take his shit in his toilet, and drop on that general's head. <laughs> it's like, take that, buddy! Curious, <laughs> it was just like, or, how yeah, maybe he just wanted to put a clock over yeah, his to toilet. Yeah, see how much time he weighs taking crap in, it, in his house, you know? Who knows? Hey, hey busy <laughs> man, got a lot of inventions to do, man. You, you can't take 20 minutes to take a shit or something like that, man. Just, Walk in there. Oh, gotta take a quick piss. Alright, yeah, okay, yeah, I wasted 30 seconds. And we're good every day. Let's do it that way. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, wasted 30 seconds. Up oh, behind schedule by 20 seconds. Ah, gotta go. I don't know. Uh, personally, uh, one of the things that really uh, that I really like about about the whole show in general is how he goes back and he's just tr he's just trying to figure things out and he immediately. Uh, runs into this culture shock where everything's turned around and before he even real before he even figures out how to how before he even figures out what's going on, he's already doomed his existence. 
Because you met his parents. Yeah, you met his parents. That that actually has to be brought up. Mm -hmm. 1986, that's what we're talking here. Like, Mm -hmm. 1986 is when the release date was for the first movie. The makeup is phenomenal. It's it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. The same three actors that play Biff, the mom, and the, mm-hmm. and the, the, the dad, yeah. they also play it in all three parts. Mm-hmm. Like, like when they're the younger kids, it's the same actors. Mm-hmm. The older people, it's the same actors. Like, and that's then when, unreal. When I was younger, I swore. I, I thought for sure that it was just people that looked kind of, kind of alike because the makeup was near flawless. Mm-hmm. And usually you can see where the Problems come in on makeup, especially older movies. If you're talking '80s and whatnot, like like there was a real stupid movie I seen back in the '80s where like this black guy was supposed to turn white, and it was remarkably bad. <laughs> it was called The Watermelon Man. Don't watch it. It's bad. But let's get back to this. You know, you know about that crappy movie, okay? It's wasting time. The film has been wasted. Lit on fire. And then, you know, dance around. It's done. Life's good now. No more bad movie. There's, there's bad very bad little movie. flaws in the movie is the thing that always caught my attention. I've always been really big in the storyline. And I always found it really interesting that it was so well written. From start to finish, there are so many clues and tags and just little things in the movies that you'd imagine should have been overlooked or not Well, for up. me, like, one of the biggest things is how, like... Every single time they time travel, it's in the same city, like the same town, and it's just like every single little thing that happens in the town is different, and like you have to pay attention to everything that happens. Well, the biggest thing with that, biggest thing with that, sorry for cutting you off. Oh, it's okay. But uh, the biggest thing with that is time travel doesn't mean you're going to jump from, you know, we'll say for like instance, if somehow we had time traveling car in my opinion, would be pretty badass. You know, we decided, all right, it's, uh, you know, 2010, let's jump back in time, 20 years, just to go, you know, take a look at ourselves or something like that. We're not going to immediately go from, you know, Peoria to Washington, D.C. by some accident. We're actually going to go right back in time. No, I was just saying that. It was just cool how, like, seeing, like, the past of one town and like the past of the town and seeing how it is. Yeah, actually, all the 50s were filmed first, Mm -hmm. actually. They built a giant production stage on the lot, and uh, originally they didn't tear the lot down for many, many years. It's actually in a bunch of other movies, like the Clock Tower and whatnot is a stage stage Mm -hmm. building. And I think it it was in a couple like Bill Murray movies and things like that in the backgrounds and everything, so you can still see that they had a hard time partying with what they created. Mm-hmm. But they built the 50s set, filmed all the 50s scenes, and then actually brought in, like, hoses and whatnot, and literally tore it up. Like a 20-year shock. They sprayed garbage and filter and just nasty paint and stuff like that and purposely tore the set apart to create a 20-year decay. Mm-hmm. That was just... Like, there's just little things in there like that that they paid so close attention to detail. When he goes back, an old man Peabody, and he runs over the tree, like, that was a big effect. I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but that was a big, big, big deal. It, it changed the actual name of the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, at the start of the mall, it's Twin Pines Mall. 
until he comes back and it's Lone Pine's ball. Because he hit the first tree. Yeah, he hit the tree. And it seems so minuscule, but... Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, you know, the king called the farmer, it's even minuscule. It's, it's, he destroyed one of my pine trees. <laughs> oh, well. But it didn't have, have anything to do with the future because the future didn't exist yet. Exactly. I always wanted to know how the doctor burned his house down. Yeah, that's definitely like, something. He didn't have a small property either. Like, no. what was it? How big was his property? That's oh. 430 acres. That's that ridiculous. 430 acres. That's ridiculous. He burns down his house, which is this palatial, multi-million dollar mansion, and <laughs> he he banishes himself to his, uh, his two-stall garage yeah, his and sells much. the rest of it to uh, I know what it was, that talk that he yeah. put in his bathroom. No. no. That's <laughs> the bomb, okay? If I had to guess, I'll tell you what burned his house down. In the very first time you see the doctor when he does the epic door open. Oh, yeah, there's smoke popping out yes, of there. He's got that Yeah. And it's like smoking really bad. Like it's ready to catch on fire. <laughs> just the well, stuff I noticed there's I noticed there's a bunch of yeah there's a bunch of smoke. I was just watching the movie uh, earlier. There's a bunch of smoke as he's doing the whole mind control machine. There's smoke off that, in the yeah, background. That's, that's just something. What, what the hell is up with most of his inventions bursting into flames? Anyways, I mean, hell, look at it. it's like you get the mind control thing. Burst into flames. Well, we didn't you actually see it. I want to talk the about the smoking. <laughs> okay, the mind control machine. Even if it did work, would you ever wear it? That thing's like fucking crazy. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. behold, giant mind controlling hat thing. Here, just wear this. It, it's good for you. It, it protects you. Soviet Russia. This is how we roll. Soviet Russia, helmet wear you. Oh, anyways, guys. We're gonna get out. We're gonna get out of here. This is gonna be a six-part movie. Please check out part two. Just stick with us, okay? Six parts. Welcome back. This is part two of six. Back to the Future review, and we're gonna start it off here. Just something that I remember. I remember reading about this. This is this is nuts. I gotta bring it up. First things first. You guys like the car. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that car. The original concept was not to be a car. (laughs) It was supposed to be an A-bomb theorist or something like that. He had wild, crazy, ridiculous ideas, and he somehow pissed away his entire family fortune. And you talked about how ridiculous his family fortune had to be, especially (laughs) in the 50s. Okay? 400 plus acres, yeah. (laughs) So, here's this. The original concept called for him to build the time machine out of his refrigerator. Yeah. The Libyan <laughs> the Libyan terrorist scene was supposed to be that they would come in, bust into his two-stall garage. They bust into the garage. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive this is what it was supposed to be. They were going to gun down the doctor and steal his fridge. No, no, they didn't steal the fridge. Marty. I guess in terms of running away, it was supposed to, for some reason, Dive either be pushed it. in or jump into the fridge, like while they're shooting at him or something. Praying it's bulletproof. And go back <laughs> in time. But there's so many concepts with that. Like, I have no idea how they could have possibly ended the movie. And like, with the petroleum, I mean, did, how, I mean, the did, they, did they still need that for the refrigerator? Or what? Well, I, I mean, imagine. 
Yeah, I mean, what the hell do you put it in the food? Who needs crayons? We got plutonium. <laughs> it keeps everything cold. Or oh, it some way of doing it. You couldn't just plug it into a 110 outlet. And it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second, guys. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to charge the battery. Alright, we're good. It kind of makes more sense to hold this diffusion thing, though. Well, I mean, I well, mean that, well, that could, it might work a little bit. Well, more, the, the biggest mean, thing is... <laughs> What uh, Black Wolf said is like literally, it's like you can't just plug it into an outlet. Especially, he's like, all right, well, hey, um, today, guys, we're gonna go ahead and go back to uh, the 1800s. We're gonna go uh, check out some uh, Wild West stuff. All right, let's do this. Psh, open. Psh, all right, and you do do All right, hey, we're here in. Oh shit. There's no way. There's no <laughs> we can't get back, guys. Is there Sorry. Hey. Hey, Marty, did you remember to bring the jumper? There's no way you are taking that movie seriously. No, no. Absolutely no way. No, I, I want to see the original in. script. Like, how far did they get before they realized... This is a bad idea. <laughs> and you know there was one guy, they they had the whole DeLorean idea. It's like, no, dude, we can sit in the refrigerator and just put wheels on it or something. You know, make no I bet they had this whole movie written out, and then when they got to the point, all right, we need to take you back to the future. Oh, wait. We <laughs> we have to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> I think, wait. Wait, just plug into a potato. They somehow had to strike the refrigerator with lightning. Uh, <laughs> they had to hold the refrigerator up to the top of the clock Cost tower. tower. <laughs> and uh, it just makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> No, actually, they wouldn't have to, because the refrigerator would have to go 88 miles per hour, so they just set it out in the middle of somewhere. Put wheels put, on it. No. <laughs> just set it out in front of the clock tower, just run a straight cable down into it. That's something. Boom! That's something done. The clock tower. I want to talk about the clock tower, actually. Um, why is it still broken? They're too cheap to fix it. No, I'm, no. That's, that's what I'm no. getting at. Um, okay, okay. They go back in time, right? Now, originally, lightning struck the clock tower... Fries all the gears. The thing don't work. It's still got. Dead. It's still got fried. It's just no. It shouldn't though. It shouldn't though. Because no, because they, ran, they had he it ran arced. an electrical wire all the way down across the uh, the. the so thing. it should have actually saved the clock tower. It from should have saved it unless because the, the flux it got hit again. But the flux capacitor needs 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> if it needs that much. Then the whole lightning would have had to be channeled down the wire, mm -hmm. across that area, into the capacitor, time travel. But that means that the clock tower was completely shouldn't have been fried. It traveled down the wire. It didn't strike and fry all the gears and shit inside. So when he came home, the clock tower should have still been working. And mm -hmm. it never, never, Maybe not even in the future. Well, some, even in like 2015, when they go into the future, in the second, they're talking still about. Still not working. That clock tower doesn't work. I'm like, that's horseshit. <laughs> should work. But why yeah. would they keep it? That's my question. I mean, sure, it's, it's, it's a historical monument. You can't tear those things down. They're protected by uh, government true. funding and stuff. Yeah. No, it's the crazy lady. That was like, oh, yeah, the crazy lady with cats. She saved it, yeah. Nah, he's talking about that stupid, yeah, I know. stupid, can't-get-laid yeah. woman that's like, save the clock Yeah, he's like save just about to get something, and she's like, oh, my dad. I'm so pissed, dude. Sitting about to, like, make out with my chick all of a sudden. I'm like, yeah, save the clock tower. It's like, I would look over that lady like, ma'am, take the thing. Be like, 
you are supporting a very good cause, but right now I'm supporting an even better cause. <laughs> Me getting laid. I will help you later. <laughs> you know when the terrorists, when the terrorists, they, they come and they get the doctor, right? Dead. <laughs> well, regardless, here's something I was thinking about. You have a time travel car, okay? Why didn't you just go back 20 minutes before? No, that's not, that's not what I was thinking about. I was thinking about a completely different concept. Say that shit never happens, right? They just had a successful experiment, car's still around, he parks it on the side of the road, some shit, right? I'm a carjacker. (laughs) (laughs) I come and take that man's car. (laughs) The hell's all this shit? Now there's a whole bunch of crap in this guy's car. As a carjacker, I would have originally ripped his stereo out. But this car's got to be worth a mother fortune, okay? <laughs> so I'm driving down the road. First off, in my car. So I'm on the freeway. I'm doing, let's, let's say I get to 75, right? Or whatever. I'm driving, and I'm like, you know, go fast. So you get the going. And I've hit 88, probably 90 miles an hour before when I was driving down to Florida. So <laughs> it's not unreasonable. It, what, what happens when I pull the lever back, because it's too easy to turn the time circuits on. Uh-huh. Yeah, you shift the yeah. gears, boom. You Done. shift, shift the gear, pull the like at pull the beginning, Rod didn't even on. try to when he was like running away from the dudes at the very beginning. He yeah, like hit he, the he, no, all he did was go he shift. Yeah. Done. What if it's on a void date, like some sort of preset date, like something that always comes up? Pull it back, year zero, right? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm driving. All of a sudden, light and fire. And I don't know where I am anymore. It's like, bam, hit a tree. Yeah, I'm going to hit a tree. Let, let, no, don't even do that. We're going to hit a tree. Somehow we're in grassy lands, okay? I get to stop the car, wait 10 minutes. Now my plutonium is out. And the car doesn't run without plutonium. <laughs> and they don't know that either. Yeah, and you as the car jacker's like, Shit, this ain't got enough gas in it. You get out, it's like, where's the gas station? You pop open the gas tank, it's like, Wait, this doesn't even smell like gas. What the hell? And you reach your hand in there or something like that because well, you're an idiot, speaking, and all of a sudden you know your hands glowing. There has to be gas because in one part during the third movie he does rupture the line, mm-hmm. and there's gas. Okay, that's what actually drives the car, but yeah. not but, what powers the. But when the plutonium runs out in the first movie. The car just dies. I think that's supposed to be like a battery or something. Like uh, there's that no power to actually ignite does, the car. Yeah. Well, that's another question too. Uh-huh. Like, what battery does he have in that car? It's <laughs> probably like, just the plutonium. You see all the crap he has in that car. There still has to be a battery. To run. I mean, he has a ridiculous amount of crap in the car. Oh, how I'm surprised I didn't see like a little Mr. Coffee in the dash or something yeah, like that. That's the reason why he gets to 1950. Okay, start, stop the car, start it again. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And run down with all the quaint, fancy LEDs and stuff inside his car. But, I mean, another thing that kind of boggles my mind is like, you start the car, you're running on gas. Do you waste your fuel when you go back in time out of your actual gas tank? I mean, you actually hit 88, you got half a tank left, you well, boom, it's 1955. It's yes, but not, you're still but traveling. Well, you're using the plutonium, but you're not using the gas, though. I mean, you're using the gas to hit 88 miles per hour, but then right when you you're travel, still you're not at constant speed for. Yeah, I'm not but sure then you're just answer that right now. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, we're running low on time. 
Remember to check out part three. Come back. Welcome back to the four chairs. This is part three of six, and we're going to get back into Back in the Future now. All right. I have I have one. No, I guess I have many questions. Oh, but numerous. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. One thing I actually is not even a question. It's actually something about the case in general. It's not a big deal, but I always thought it was cool that the people act as the Roman numerals, like coming mm-hmm. out of the car. I don't know why. I just thought I thought that was really neat. Just it's simple. It's standard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then you don't have to worry about giant blocky, you know, three in Roman numerals. Like, wow, that just looks like ass. I mean, seriously. I don't know. I just I always like the I always like the art in general, just the way it looked. I always thought it was really neat. Mm-hmm. It made a cool movie poster and whatnot, which I don't. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wish I had those right now too. I'd have them hanging up at home. It would be neat just to have them. I think my favorite actually is probably the probably the first one mm-hmm. of all. Third one's kind of ridiculous with the cowboy hats. Just looks goofy. But uh, they were the back movie. in the 1800s. Yeah, that's what so. the movie is about. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. Getting back on time travel in general, when you go back and you change like one thing, and it could be catastrophic. I mean, like a huge, huge, ridiculous change. Like, say, you know, you go back in time and somehow we're just going to do this, save Kennedy from getting shot. Right. It can what be would happen to that? Too, like just being there can like, yeah. alter the mm-hmm. timeline. And that's why I honestly think that time travel shouldn't be done, like, in my opinion. Well, as a technicality, tra- time travel is completely impossible. I mean, if it was possible, we're talking about... Time travel, like, it flows drugs. forward, you cannot go back. I don't know At least that's the current theories. That. I mean, I really wish I could go back in time. Well, you see, well, I, I know I jumped back theory. in time a week yeah. with the winning lotto numbers for the Mega Millions. Well, I've always had a, I've always had a particular theory that if you, it were possible to go backwards in time, forwards in time is another matter entirely, if it was possible to go backwards in time, like you said, get the Mega Millions numbers, Why not? those Mega Millions numbers might not even draw the same. Like, Very you're true. talking about reversing all the flow of energy that the universe has gone through, but you stay the same. You get dropped in there. Ripple effect. Everything changes. Oh, yeah. The flow of energies and everything. Just You get basically get dropped in the pool, and you've immediately changed everything, and there's no possible way to turn it back. That's the way I've always seen it. Yeah, then going to the future... The um, unless you go forward back, in, or unless you wait the time and as you're about to go back... You smack yourself and be like, don't do that. And then, you know, if you don't do it, you disappear. Because yeah, but then what if, the, what if the concept is like Time Cop and the same matter can't occupy same space and in your slap a face move, you blow up time cease to exist. Then I, before I cease to exist... Up. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the whole future thing, like, and if you go to the future, let's say you go to your future, like, 20 years in the future, and you have, like, an amazing life. Just you being, knowing about your future... You're going to change it. Yeah, you can change it, because if you go back to the, uh, the present, then you already know what's going to happen in your future, and you're going to act a different way, and then everyone around you... Is gonna like you're gonna alter their futures as well. So see, you're that, just like, that's, that's something that I can agree with because in in my true honest opinion, um, if you know what's gonna happen, I mean, I'm, I'm like if you were psychic or if you could actually go into the future like that, you wouldn't want to live life because you know exactly what's gonna happen to you, when it's gonna happen, 
And well, if you actually Ryan, believe in the predestined fate or destiny, then you have no hope left because you know what's going to happen. Well, I kind of disagree with that, though, because, the, I mean, if I went to the future and I saw, like, let's say I was a video game programmer, which I'm trying to be, I'd be like, okay, sweet, so I know I'm going to become a game programmer. What if it's just like looking and at And I'm going to slack on it. I'm not going to be, like, trying as hard as I would be. And I would still want to be a game programmer. I don't have, like, I lost. It's not like I lost hope or anything. You just or lost I don't have any hope. Like, I just don't, like, I want to try as hard. But it's not like I don't have any reason to live. I still want to be a programmer. But I'm like, I'm already going to be one, so I don't care. Well, yeah, but as I said, that's if, you know, there was no way to change the course of the future for some reason. But there always is. There's always a way to change As a matter of fact, it's like you, you can go to the future, jump back, go back to the future. It's going to be completely different just because time is ever changing. Yeah, because if you go to the future, it's pretty much the course of events that are leading now. It's pretty much what the future will be if everything goes according to plan in that yeah. thing. But if you have, if you know anything that's going to happen in the future, it's going to change. Well, actually, if you take yourself out of the present and don't plan on returning, you're just going to be there. And so there won't be a future you because you're occupying that space. And you didn't occupy from 2010 well, to 2030. Because back, back in the future, you just go back to the yeah. time you left. So it won't really change you not being there or anything. Well, yeah, you're true. still going to be there. That's if you decide to go back, though, because, you know, they might have ridiculous technology. You're like, I'm going to wait 20 years for this. <laughs> Like, hell I am, sitting down in my awesome lazy boy that floats saying, down the road. At some point, you're going to go back, and then when you go back, you're still there. That Again, that's only if you decide to actually go back. Cool. Yeah. So, one thing uh, I always thought was interesting, with all of the extra information that, for example, Doc Brown got, like, throughout all the different movies, he's learned more and more about how his life is going to turn out. How did he keep himself on the exact same track to making everything add up. I want to know where the other Marty is. Mm -hmm, the one that oh, went yeah. back in time just as he showed up? Because he couldn't he have possibly back. been on the same... He comes back early enough to, to see himself leave. himself leave. I never thought about that. And shortly after that guy left, five minutes before that guy left, that guy would have had to have come back. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So is that the same guy... Is that Marty that runs down Lone Pine Mall to see that guy go back? Are they the same people? Or are there two of them, one that never came back and one that did come back? Well, I mean, that's the guy who, like, the one who was leaving was the one who did everything the lead up to. The one that went through time, that he saw go through time, he went on to, a, to another universe where... Maybe everything pans out differently or pans out the same. Like what happened in the second Just like, just like that, when he yeah. went back in time, he went back to the previous timeline and then made his way back forward. Mm -hmm. uh, so the other one did the same thing, only when he went back to the timeline, he's on a different plane. That sort of thing. That that yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the only way to terminate it, otherwise that's only, everything's that's just... That's the thing about time travel, too. You're pretty much making alternate universes and alternate dimensions every time you time travel. You'd actually mentioned, um, you'd actually mentioned that you were interested that he kept affecting his hometown, yeah. like things in his hometown kept mm -hmm. changing, but really, <laughs> he changed things on a national scale. Like, oh, yeah. No, I mean... I mean a ridiculous national scale. He might have accidentally, single-handedly, helped 
push a revolution in music that gave us rock and roll that in the modern day yeah. empire. In um in, in in the movie, he plays Johnny B. Good. Mm -hmm. And the man on stage that slices his hand is a man named Marvin Barry, who happens to make a phone call to his cousin, Chuck. Chuck has the same last name, so I'm assuming. I believe they're referencing Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry did Johnny B. Good. He was the was, first guy to do uh, Johnny B. And Good. That was what got he also started. did Roll Over Beethoven, No Particular Place to Go, Schoolhouse. Well, one second, when did Johnny B. Good? When was 1958. That was the very first live. It was like a live concert, if I remember right. That, so was, about three that was around years the time later. he was becoming, he was being famous enough to play like live recorded shows. Mm -hmm. And that was around the time that he had done it. And it sounds... Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, when at the very end he started going insane, like, looked like he had a seizure on the floor with the guitar, and then he was like, oh, crap. He's, like, going on through... He's, like, going on through the different generations of, of rock and roll. He starts the 50s, he goes to 60s, 70s, <laughs> Angus Young, and, and everybody's just like, whoa, what is all this? And he's like, yeah. he's like oh, your kids are going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. so that's how I was thinking that. Well, that's just like, like so... Remember to stay tuned for part four. Part four of six is... Welcome to part four of six of the four chairs. And we're going to hop right back into the music discussion we were just taking on. Um, the actual Johnny B. Good that was played in Back to the Future, I believe... I, I don't think I'm wrong. I actually think this is true. They took... They took Michael J. Fox to a recording studio... And had him record it. And yeah, he's actually the one that's doing that. Like in that, yeah, that's actually like his version of Johnny B. Good, which is kind of interesting that they went that extra leap. And it helps him, too, because he doesn't have to look like a joke. Like, I don't and know. he can get into the character more, too. Yeah, it, so. probably, it probably helps for because, that. Because, I mean, in the 80s, he's, you know, that rock guy who loves rock and all that other stuff. And, you know, if he's got to play it in the movie anyways, he had to learn how to play guitar. I think he actually did learn how to play mm -hmm. guitar. I think he, had that was, to, he had to be able to sing the song. So you had to know the words to actually get the vocals for it, and it probably helped him get the character a lot more. I'd say it probably Which did. is probably why, yeah. I mean, I honestly really like the Marty McFly character. Well, that's another because thing, too, because they wanted everything to be perfect in this movie, mm -hmm. so they wanted his like, singing to be perfect, too. Because if you think about it, like we were talking about... Oh, he probably about, had lessons. The makeup and everything like perfect in the film, so they also wanted the singing to be perfect, oh, yeah. too. I mean, why not? I mean, they put a lot of time into these films. Well, since we, since we are on the music right now, I'd, I'd like to say it's kind of like a plug more than anything, but I just want to drop his name. The guy who does the actual theme song for Back to the Future, I believe his name is like Alan Silverstreet. Silverstreet, is that it's it? Not, I think so. But just, it's not a big deal, but I'd just like to throw his name out there because... A lot of those type of performers in general in music, they're not rock gods or nothing like that. They don't make a legends list. But this guy, really, he created a piece of music that is like a part of our pop culture. There's not oh, yeah. a person out there that doesn't know no, the back to the what he thing. did, the Back to the Future thing. I mean, he really should have some sort of credit. So yeah. I just wanted to plug his name and put him out there and just, I don't know. They never get any kind of credit, oh, so yeah. I wanted to do that. Well, I mean, I mean, take, take it. Like, right now, I mean, uh, there's plenty of huge orchestras that still play the Back to the Future thing. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a completely 
composed for a whole, you know, 300 plus people orchestra, and it still sounds amazing. Well, it was it was a good piece of music. Exactly. It really was. I mean, it, it stuck with the film. Classical was really the way to go. Orchestra, classical, however you want to phrase it. Because had they just put some song there like that, like I, you know, I honestly I can't remember the guy's name who does the song at the start of the movie. It, uh, uh, what the is Power it? of Love? That's it. Yeah. Power of Love. Oh. I can't remember who does that. But no idea. That, that's what I mean. Like, had they done just a normal rock or theme or some song like it, that, it would have sucked. I don't think it would have lasted the way yeah. it did. Because this. But that's is the original like song. Yeah, I mean, I mean the even throughout the whole movie, I mean, just like. Anytime something's picking up real fast, bam, you hear the Back to the Future thing. Well, it carried through all three exactly. movies, too. With I mean, if you're just a normal artist, like, this is just, like, in general, but I'd hate to have, like, one of my songs be the beginning of a movie, because every time someone hears that song... Like, oh, man, that movie, movie sucks. Yeah. Or, wow, man, that movie was awesome. And then you get no credit because, well, your thunder got stolen by a movie. Well, it's kind of true, but then again, and, and I know your name is forgotten, yes, but at the same time, without you, feel accomplished. you, if there would have been just a blank spot of nothing in that movie, movie like sometimes sucked. your music is really one of the things that drives the yeah. scene. Mm -hmm. Silent scene doesn't work as well as something with that back music. Mm -hmm. uh, well, like, here's a different topic, but it's still on music. What is with Doc, Why does Doc Brown have that amp? Oh, yeah, the ridiculous amp. I have a conclusion. I have a reason for it. I want to hear your guys' first. I think he was using it, like, I don't know, using it to test the effect of sound waves, I don't know, for, like, temporal slips or something. <laughs> like, giant amp, just blast it and make something travel through time. That's it's like, all right, guys, wait, side. wait, we got this? Flip giant switch, boom! Well, it didn't go through time, guys, but we did manage to launch the DeLorean into the clock tower, through the clock tower, and into City Hall. I, I couldn't My tell bad. You, I definitely couldn't tell you why he has the amplifier, but I can ask a question on top of your question. Well, I know why though. You want me to tell you why? Sure. Before? Marty. He's really good friends with Marty. Right away he was like So is it put him really? Ridiculous answer. He's our time. He loves music. You know Marty was probably like Yeah, <laughs> I wanna be the other way around. I want you to make a badass amp and he's like, okay. And he makes it because he, like, right away, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, don't forget, like, just to remind you, don't plug into the amplifier, knowing he's already going to do it. So he made it for a merge. It's possible he's just some punk kid. He hears that he meets this d dot guy. Hey, you hey, you got this awesome amplifier. Yeah. Mind, if I, mind if I hook up? Mind if I hook up? But we yeah. don't know how long him and, and Marty... And then he, get, he gets caught thing. up in all his yeah, wacky though, so experiments. It could be that he made it for Marty. It's possible. You don't know that. Like That's what I think. It is a possibility. Because he said it was an overload. It doesn't always like he hit no, 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 it, he no, no, goes no. like no, that, he goes like... No, he said, yeah, it was crazy. an overload, but that's part of my question. The doc says that... He doesn't exactly say this word for word, but the doc was running an experiment. I don't know what experiment he was running, but I want to understand... He's probably trying to launch the DeLorean. No, this is, this is ridiculous. He ran an experiment that not only set all of his clocks 25 minutes slow, he didn't set them slow. His experiment made them 25 minutes slow. So for 25 and minutes, time stopped for those clocks. And the amplifier had a ridiculous overload that blew half his house away. <laughs> 
Like, what was he doing? <laughs> Maybe they like were connected. Maybe he was wait, like, wait, 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 the watch beeps like every hour, doesn't it? But my question is, at yeah. 8 o'clock, how did he not know? Okay, mm. but if you were Marty, would you ever trust anything in Doc's house? I mean, Doc's already crazy. Why would you trust his clock? Because <laughs> crazy, crazy A-bomb scientist with tra- time-traveling car you ridiculous amp. He didn't know anything about time-traveling. He just had like crazy experience. With he that just thought a cookie crazy guy lets me plug right, into well, his fine. amp. I'm going to trust him. Experiments. So they never worked. So. But you always trust those people, though. He made a big deal about that, that nothing he ever made ever worked. But, like, at the very start, he has coffee that automatically turns on, TV switchy thing, automatic, automatic dog, dog feeder. feeder. What, what happened that? to those? That's an actual concept that I still don't see, mm-hmm. even uh, today. I, I've they seen have a few failed types. If they have it in the movie, well, just then how is it not a practical thing? Like, they still can't make an automatic dog feeder? I'm going to make one, guys. I want they can make it, but it's, yeah, it's the big erector set. Yeah. There's that machine now that'll play fetch with your dog so your lazy ass can go watch TV, mm-hmm. and they still can't feed your dog without your assistance? <laughs> Well, you, you still gotta teach your dog how to use the thing. Not really. Dog yeah. figure it out if it really wants to. Automatic yeah. timer. She's gonna bring the, the food out. Thing yeah, to automatic it. timer. Like right when his alarm clock went off, his TV went on. Uh, it was all set to happen at the same time. It was all set. You see, models himself after Albert Einstein. Now he's obviously not as brilliant <laughs> as. Albert Einstein, uh, he did, did have one great uh, thing that going for him, but he basically, he's like, well, Albert Einstein had a, had a, a process. He's, he, would only, uh, he would only wear certain suits so he doesn't have to waste time picking out outfits. He would only uh, have a specific, uh, specific way of doing things. He had all this worthless stuff put together. Start, start the TV, pop the toast. Uh, the uh, toast actually, the toast? Yeah, <laughs> speaking about the toast, those do cooked overnight or It's like, yeah, oh, it's like, it's, I should probably fix that. Walk away. Yeah, none of it worked, but he just still decided it was necessary to keep his life on track, even though, you know, he really wasn't accomplishing This is probably the why time. he has such a fetish with clocks, because every, all the experiments is all about time, I think. Like, if you think about it, like his dog feeder and all that stuff, it's all about time. And then, like, the main thing he was worried about when he was doing the time travel thing of his dog is the time. Like, everything, all his experiments revolve around the time. Well, besides the. Well, crazy the, I, I think the big there, reason but, for that is probably because he had the, you know, Albert Einstein. Well, I'm going to say, so. I'm going to say, just to make it clear, time isn't exactly always on our side. Please see part five. We got to go. The four chairs. We're on part five of six. Back to the Future Review. One. Just we'll do part two on the next episode. Let's jump right back into it, guys. Um, one of the things in general that I actually find interesting is that the car. They didn't know what it was supposed to do. And what they originally had done was they drove this car around at night mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Kind of filmed Marty and a response, and then sent it to Industrial Light Magic with 
basically, from what I heard, they sent it with posted one note phrase. On the video. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's not really a posted note, but it's about that ridiculousness. Make this time travel. That's exactly what it was. Like, make they this sent, look badass in travel like, time. Like, okay. They sent it to Industrial Light and Magic. They watched the scene, and there's like a tag note on the scene that says, Car time travels. What were they supposed to do with that? <laughs> Just sit there, it's like, okay, wait a minute. I've got this. Alright, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to have like this big thing open up right in front of the car. God, done. And then you got, you know someone else like, are you stupid? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do agree with the car. Just goes, poof. Yeah, it's like, one thing, 88 one miles thing, an hour, poof. One thing they could go. do, but it would have been real awesome had they been able to do it, is if when the car goes forward, right? And it gets to 88 miles an hour. If you would have seen time shift around the car, I like mean, nowadays you could do that. that. I wish yeah, nowadays you could, but and then burst into flames and lightning. Now that was so sweet. sweet. But what I mean, they did is badass. It is neat, the fire trails and everything else. But that would have been such a badass effect, like a remake of the movie. And that's something. Yeah. But even if really you do that, though, movies. we should do that, though, mm-hmm. because I mean, if you think about it, the uh, flexion capacitor, what it does is like right when you warp, it takes you right there instantaneously. So time's warping around you. It would still happen um, instantaneously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just would have well, been well, a from the person effect. in the vehicle, yeah. from the person in the vehicle, it might feel like a few seconds will pass. Well, no, not no, for Marty. Yeah, the person Marty inside is like right away. They see. Today, 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 tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. Oh, actually, yeah. today, 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 yesterday. 20 years from, yeah. you know, when I was just here, why Whatever is everything polka dot and plaid? Yeah, because it is <laughs> he was just going, he's shifting, he's trying to run away from the guys. Next thing you know, he's not even yeah, the he's, uh, there's oh, no next thing you know, he's going to hit something. This, I'm going yeah, to skip this uh, film drop off, and then all of a sudden turns into a scarecrow. <laughs> and, and, oh God! Literally, like, <laughs> holy shit! Doesn't even have time to put the brakes on. If you really you know think about it, on. if he had a little bit of time, he might have like automatically thought, "Hey, this is a time traveling machine. I just time traveled." But since it was so instantaneous, no, but he still he had no idea what was going on. I'm not saying on. that he wouldn't have seen it as instantaneous. It would have been a badass effect. I guess mm-hmm. so, but it would kind of confuse the people watching it though, because they wouldn't think it's instantaneous. They'd be thinking that he's seeing all that stuff happen. I guess. You know? I guess I'll go for well, that. Well, this is sort of, uh, as just sort of an, an earmark to this whole thing. I was thinking that if they were to make a remake of it uh, on a special effects They uh, had to way, use the new DeLoreans that have been coming out. The exact same model was what was in the no, movie? No, actually, uh, Reploid uh, and me were talking uh, yesterday. Um, DeLorean is actually back in business. Yeah, actually they are. They, they are making a new DeLorean. But if oh, we really? if they did a remake, though, it would be back in the in '85 or whenever they filmed it, so they'll have to use no, that. They, no, because no, they can true. they can have it set up for. But they remade Halloween. They didn't go back into the '70s or whatever. No, it was modern day. Well, yeah, yeah. but so if they make a remake, they're just gonna change the story. Then is that like no? No, they, it's still the, the same karate story. Kid. The Karate yeah. Kid's gonna take place in today, but and it's, it's still the same story. If they just modernized the original story. They would take they would take Back in the Future, bring a kid from our area. He would probably be an emo crying cut yourself kid or something like that. Or <laughs> God no. Like, and he would have like I don't even I don't even know what the doctor's problem would be in today's society, but he would be messed up. I'm positive on it. 
Probably schizophrenic, to be honest. But one thing that I always probably don't think a kind of guy ever make a reason. He's doing that. experiments to like I don't know juice his brain with electricity or something, and he comes up with the idea to send himself through time. Yeah, see, we might have good ideas <laughs> about think like, it. Like, but if you think about it, if they make a remake of the movie or just ruin the regular Back to the Future, most likely. You could say I mean, that. A lot of remakes that, through, like, destroy movies from the past, and this is such a good series. But some I remakes have actually good. done good for some movies. of them. But I wouldn't want to take that. Really, chance, it would be I a wouldn't hit and want miss. to watch it. I would watch it just for the experience. Well, that's like when the people, when they came back and they touched up the Star Wars movies, and all of a sudden everybody was like, "George Lucas raped my childhood." Get over it. Like it'd be a it good set of made it look better. better. If you like something else, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Nothing would replace this movie for me. Yeah. Nothing would replace it. It's, but it's it would be neat to see it modernized. I'd like to see the time. I mean, I guess what I mean. After age. I watch the third one, or, I always want to make another one. So I guess I might go watch it just for the Back to the Future experience if it feels the same. Possibly. Yeah. Here's my thing. If you're not gonna remake it, give me a Blu-ray. Oh yeah. I would oh, like yeah, to yeah, see yeah. a Blu-ray cut of Highly defined time traveling DeLorean, damn it. It's true, it would be <clears throat> neat. I mean I realize Eve, the master film's probably not in the greatest condition. I oh, hope yeah, they took not. care of it. Mm. If they took care of the film Just watching the watching the movie you can see there's there's still a bit uh, on the screen here, there's still mm-hmm. a little bit of a you can still see the little artifacts in the videos and stuff, especially when they're showing Ghost text like in the oh, in the intro, yeah, yeah. It's sh- it stutters and it sits the, and it's yeah. yeah but I'm but sure that yeah, if they went through like what the Star Trek project did when they remastered the original series, oh, yeah. I mean frame for frame, millisecond for millisecond, it takes some time. Oh yeah, yeah. and I realize <laughs> and it's probably a lot of money pain, too. <laughs> but these three movies, if there's a franchise that deserves a full remastered 1080p high class box set, 5.1 right surround sound. I want to see Back to the Future. And you know what? With the dual-layer 80-gig disc, I'm pretty sure I could get one badass full-length presentation. One, two, three. No continues. Take that shit out. Show me a full movie. Mm-hmm. Marathon cut. And since oh, they're like yeah. the 2013 things coming up, they might actually do that. Well, 2015. It's been rumored, rumored, rumored. okay? I don't, I don't know if this is actually going to hold up or whatnot, but supposedly at the mall that the original DeLorean test was filmed, in 2015 there's supposed to be a Back to the Future reunion to celebrate the movie and the fans that have kept this series alive for so long. And that would be awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I would totally go make a shot to California. I, I, I know I can't speak for all of you. I know Reploid, you're probably you'd probably be right there with me. But by God, every last one of you out there, I will be there if it happens. And I will film that shit. I'll tell you. Redwood will probably be right next to me making fun of me. But I'll be right there even with everyone else. Do hey, dude, I won't make fun of you. I'll, I'll still be there in 2015. Why yeah. not? How about we all go? We'll just be there. 2015. Keep an eye out for it if we're still around because supposedly we're all going to die in 2012. Please don't even. We're not even going to happen. But anyways, 2015. We're not going to talk about that crappy movie. Neither one exists. 2015. I am making it my point. I will be there. I will film it. And if YouTube's still around and we don't have something 
A health one better. We will. Post do it. Yeah. Yeah. Post it. If there, if there is a Back to the Future reunion, we shall film and post it. And if there isn't, we we'll shall make one. Yeah. <laughs> make one. Four, 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 four to six douchebags sitting around the malls like, all right, Back to the Future reunion. Man. We're the only ones here. Yeah. Bring out the fridge. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Everything's going good, guys. All right. We're going to close this up. This is the end of part five of six. Come join us on part six. We're going to tell, tell you our final thoughts on the movie and the franchise and possibly what we would have done in that situation. Oh, yeah. Back to the four chairs. This is part six of six. We're going to close it out. We're going to talk about some final thoughts. Just... Basic finalizations of the movie. Oh, oh well, um, basically, my final thought came to if they were to make a remake, I don't actually don't think it would uh, it would be nearly as good as the, as the original. One of the things I really like the movie is the time time it puts. There's so much of a difference in the 50s to the 80s that I don't think you could see in a, in a, in a new in a new make. Well, in today, it's 2010. Going 20 years back, you're talking like yeah, 1990. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't get me wrong. You know, growing up in the 90s, we all basically remember it. But yeah. at the same time, I don't feel like it's such an extravagant jump. Yes, things have changed. Oh my God, Allison Chains. Actually, as a they did go 30 years into the past. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you're talking about a kid who's, who grew up all 17 no, years of his life. Been, we're even, yeah. Yeah. By today's standards, we just drop back to the 80s, so we'd be at the start of their movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'd go yeah. back in the remake. You had a kid who spent all 17 of his, years of his life with rock and roll, with television with all this stuff and he's going back to a time back yeah. going back into into a time where none of that exists. Yeah, where it's just country big ass cell phone, small cell phone. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, it's not a Rock man. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So. I guess I have to agree. The reason it's probably not been redone is for that reason. Mm -hmm. Or they yeah. would have to jump him back like 50 or 60 years to even make it work. Unless they just go to the future. Unless they go to the future, then they go like yeah. way back in time. And then I mean, you could have a relevant uh, screw up my parents thing because you'd have to go several generations back and it's just not the same. So effect. you'd be screwing up your great-great-grandparents. Alright! Holy shit! Is that great-great-great-grandpappy? Holy hell! How did you even know that? People you don't even know. He yeah. knows everything his parents have told him and raised him with and then he re he finds that his dad's a dweeb. He's actually yeah. creative. His mom's a slut. <laughs> his dad is a dweeb. Uh -huh. His dad is a pervy friggin' uh -huh. nerd. Tom. Yeah. So uh -huh. ain't much better. Oh, please. No. no, they both. Yeah, no, they both. You're both looking at. Yeah. Birds. So not looking at. Oh, he was looking at some birds. Uh Oh, yeah, but before we have to finish, my thing is, what would you guys do if you either, A, just had a time machine or, like, was sit back in time 
and didn't know how to get back or whatever, what, would you, like, try to interfere? Would you try to, like, I would be screwed. That's what would happen. I would be screwed. Because there's no possible way that I could get back. Period. Dead. Dead Bill. Gone from existence. Why do you say that? <laughs> I'm going to... First off, my dad won't talk to me now. <laughs> and he's going to be like, Yeah, I know all about that guy. And there's no way I could identify with my dad back in the 80s that I can't even identify him with him now, okay? That would for, be me, like, for me, I wouldn't want my dad to get back with my mom. I mean... But um, 
if you follow the trail of fire, you might find the person who did this in my fucking car. Personally, I think I no, 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 no. We're talking DeLorean from whatever. Boom! Right in front of you, right then and there, appears. Bam! No car. You have half a car left. As it was originally intended, it's definitely for sure that this one episode is not enough to finish a full discussion on this series. So, looks like you can expect an episode two. This is the four chairs. Let's fold them up. <laughs>